You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 413 of Podcateers. This week, we talk about some recent additions to our Discord server and how we are going to be putting emojis up against each other until only one is left. This probably sounds way worse than it actually is, but we'll tell you a little bit more in the episode. Holy Moly is back and it has a fun twist. We'll tell you the premise because we think you're going to want to watch this super fun show. Disneyland Paris celebrates their 30th anniversary by surprising 30 cast members with a special show at the Eiffel Tower. Larry gives us his thoughts on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And I know we just had a super spoilerific after show and we tried to keep the spoilers at a minimum, but there are spoilers in this episode. So once we start talking about it, if you want to fast forward through it until you're ready to listen, the segment ends at around the 46 minute mark. Uh, Of course, we'd love to hear your thoughts on everything that we talk about in this episode. We'd love for you to join the conversation over on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just search for Podcateers. But as I mentioned just a bit ago, we'd love for you to join our growing community over on Discord. Joining the community is super simple. You can head over to podcateers.com slash 413 and click on the Discord logo, or you can click on the link in our pinned IG story. Of course, we can't get the episode started without thanking a very special group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content like the Podcateers after show, and access to our happy hour calls, just to name a few. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com slash fgp and as always a super special thank you goes out to the fgp squad for their continued support all right so it's time to kick this episode off if this is your first time hanging out with us welcome we hope that you enjoyed the episode and of course that you come back for more every week or that you go back and binge previous episodes we have a really awesome backlog of armchair engineering episodes that you might want to listen to And of course, if you've been hanging with us for some time now, welcome back, friends. Here is episode 413 of Podcateers. I was horrible. You know, actually, it was missing a hint. Of Andrew. <laughs> you heard that, Andrew. I hope you did. <laughs> it's never going to be perfect unless you got the whole squad. But. <laughs> it's close enough, though. We it were is. able to get it. You know what I'm more concerned with? I'm not even concerned with the, like, the clapping for us to sync or anything. I'm more concerned with the fact that I had this fan on in front of me because, oh. quite frankly, I get warm. I'm what you would call a, a boy on the, on, the, on the larger side. You're warm blooded. Uh, 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 yes. <laughs> there you yes. go. Yeah, we'll go with that. Or or the the husky side of things, right? So I I tend to get warm. <laughs> yeah, I tend to get warm, and so I had this fan, and I'm dreading turning it off right now because it's a little warm in the room that I'm in right now, and because there's stuff going on outside, there's a bunch of kids running around and stuff outside, and so I'm concerned that I'm gonna start sweating. Mm. And more importantly, 
that halfway through I'm going to be like, all right, time out, time out. I'm going to have to run outside and get some fresh air, which honestly would kind of work out, right? Because after all the talks that we've had about pre-recording, like some of the the things that we talk about, Mm -hmm. like the FGP squad, for instance, it's like a commercial, right? If I could take a break, because let's be honest, sometimes our recording sessions go for three or four hours. Oh, easily. And we need (laughs) like... I need a bio break sometimes. Like, (laughs) you know, I know sometimes we've cut it and we found ways to kind of get around it and stuff. But listen, if we could just be like, all right, we'll be back after this. Play like an ad or something. And then we come back and boom, instantly get back in after getting some water or doing a bio break or whatever. It's so much better than trying to like, speak quickly to try to get through something <laughs> or feeling like I'm going to explode at the end. For sure. Yeah. So no one wants I, us exploded. Hayson. That's not no, a- <laughs> no, I don't want that. Trust me. So, I, you know, if that happens to be something that changes going forward, you know, just expect it. And it's primarily just to make it easier so that we don't feel like we're going to explode from having, you know, been drinking a lot of water or whatever we're drinking. Because right, we're sweaty. That's yes. really where we're at. <laughs> and honestly, I'm concerned because going into the summer. Oof. Like, oh, gosh. Yes. I know. What's up with this? <sighs> this is over here in California. Sorry if you're in another part of the United States or world. It is just unseasonably blazing hot. For oh, sure. Real. This real. is not spring. This no, is the devil's no. spring. No, the devil no. spring. <laughs> spring this wants is the to Mr. be summer, dude. This is the Mister Toad part of the ride that yes. we all do not yeah. like. <laughs> Guilty. That, that is, is all. all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the so, cough yeah. is there too. There it is. Yeah. Well, I, I'm choking on my spit now because of it. It was good. It was good. So yeah, I mean, if we start cutting to commercials and pre-recording them, please understand that it's because we might need a break in the middle, or because Hazen is cooking. And the last thing I need is for the the dogs of the neighborhood start like, what's cooking? Wait a second. Maybe if you just start when that happens on the podcast, if you just say, if you smell, and then walk away, and the fans will just, they'll they'll get it. And then we come back. Insert eyebrow right here. Insert eyebrow. We come back, and then it just says, bacon. Yep. (gasps) Yeah. Right? That's a good ad. I'm in. I'm in. Maybe that should be a T-shirt. If you smell, la 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 dot 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 bacon. Bacon. Yeah. Yeah. And see, that's another reason why we might need a break is because we talk about food and we end up being really hungry. So it works out. It is true. I. You know what though? I'll be honest. Like the last several weeks, like food just does not agree with me. Like uh-huh. everything I eat, it just wrecks me. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm at the point where I've I've decided to make some life choices that I think are positive. You know, start oh, cleaning up okay. what I'm eating. You know, I've like I've been kind of doing it, but I was like I still had midnight tacos here and there. It's like all midnight right. tacos are gonna stop. Like at That's least as frequent. I know, but. <laughs> Look, if you have them like once a month or something like that, okay. I think it's okay, right? But oh yeah, I don't have midnight tacos like quite frequently. Okay, okay, so <laughs> that's a problem because Grubhub makes it so damn easy. Oh, right? yeah, true. So very true. So we could all you know, go to that. 
Yeah, so in an effort to be a little healthier and, you know, to kind of help out with a lot of the stuff I've been dealing with health-wise for the last couple of years, I just thought, okay, it's time to buckle down. It's time to really start, like, pushing through. Like, I was, you know, I was kind of halving everything, right? Like, I would kind of eat, like, real good, like, morning, midday, but then dinner came around and it's like, heck yeah, chocolate cake time. And that's not helpful, right? So... I think I'm going to do my best to start cleaning a little bit more of that up just to be healthier for myself, for my kids, for my wife, and, you know, just in general, just so I don't feel like hot garbage all the time. Yeah. You got um, this. You got it, man. I, I hope yeah. so. You know, I, I talked about this before that years ago we had done this, like, Biggest Loser competition at work, and it was great. Like, I lost a lot of weight but it was also bad because I lost a lot of weight in a very, very short period of time. Like your body's not designed not to, do to do that. Mm-hmm. I went from being fully sedentary all day, you know, eating whatever I wanted to completely eating like very, very calculated amount of carbs and drinking like a specific amount of water. I started walking like five minutes the first couple of days, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, half an hour to the point where within a three month period, I built myself up from not doing anything to walking up to 15 miles a day. And I lost like 70 to 72 pounds in that time frame. At the time, it was great because I kept it up, you know, I was eating healthy, but yeah, at the end, yeah, like at the end of the competition though, I thought, well, okay, well they got a cake to celebrate, why not? And so I had a cupcake and I had some cake and then little by little I would spoil myself once a week and then once turned to two times. And honestly, like looking back on it, I'm way heavier than I was before I even started that competition. And it sucks to say because I feel like I worked so hard to get there. And rebounding back now, I look back and a, a lot of the health issues that I had I can kind of begin to stem back to that moment in time because I mismanaged that weight loss, mm-hmm. right? So I think now, especially like I see all these new things that they put out in the parks and all these new churros and everything. And I think to myself, hell yeah, yummy, yummy. And then I think to myself, <laughs> oh, damn, that's going to make me feel cruddy, cruddy. Oh, and then I just, good. I don't want to eat it. Yeah. And so yeah. I have to think twice, like even... Like even, uh, even a Dole Whip or even, I don't know. There's some things you could eat. There's positives. <laughs> it, it's moderation, right? Everybody yeah. says the same thing. It's moderation. As long as you're eating things in moderation, you should be okay. And so I know we talked about this like months ago when you got your, your Fitbit. You know, we had talked mm-hmm. about setting right. up like a group and everything. Yeah. And we got like two people responding to it. And I was like, well, see, that means I got to do nothing. Everyone's happy. <laughs> Yay. Taco time. <laughs> And that, I mean, I should not have taken that attitude. I should have done better for myself at least. So I don't know. Maybe we we could still set it up, whether it's for myself or whether it's for others or, you know, like other people need the extra motivation motivation and push, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. I I feel like I'm the type of person that needs some kind of motivation. Yeah. And I convinced myself that it was going to be a really good opportunity to get healthy. 
I have all the support behind it. There was like 60 people participating in our office. And so I had a lot of my coworkers going out with me and walking with me and like pushing me. And I thought, this is great. This is a wonderful support system. And little by little, they all started to dwindle out. They couldn't take it. They didn't want to do it. They just, they got bored with it. They added a monetary thing to it where, you know, every week, if you didn't meet weight, you had to add an additional dollar. And as time went on, I like I started losing so much weight and I got so into it that around week three or four, I started thinking to myself like, oh, like, whoa, I think I can win this thing. Like, that's like it's a nice chunk of change. Or Mm -hmm. as we were putting it at the time, cupcakes. Because, you know, you can't, you can't <laughs> say that at work. <laughs> yeah, so cupcakes, right? Mm-hmm. And so I kept thinking to myself, like, damn, that's a lot of cupcakes for me. And so I just, that motivated me to continue. I was like, I'm getting healthy. And at the end, I might also end up with all these cupcakes. I mean, I won. I, I got the cupcakes. And then I got the cupcakes. And that's what <laughs> messed me up in the long run. Physically cupcakes. Yeah, exactly. Uh. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Different approach, different mentality. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I know this is not what you tuned in to listen to this <laughs> week. Like you're like, get fit with podcasters. That's not what you wanted. It's good right? timing. Like, it's it's summer. Some people like to get fit usually around. We're coming up to summer. It's I just don't like, want to sweat all as day. much as you did. Before. Yeah, like if I could just goal. get to a point. Yeah, like if I could just get to the point where yeah. I could walk from here to the curb to get my my trash cans and put them back in the backyard, like and not sweat and be huffing and puffing. That's great. That's a win, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. If I could walk from, like, the train station to It's a Small World at some point and not feel like I'm going to keel over, that's a win. Exactly. Yeah. Right? That's a walk. So, anyway, again, not what you tuned in for. But, you know, if you have any questions, if you guys want to start something, you know, join the conversation over on Discord. It's not something that we're going to force, obviously. No. <laughs> but... If y'all want to start something, let me know. We can support each other. It's all good. Yeah. But um, speaking of Discord, how you liking the new emojis in the XP system that we put in this last week? Dude, they're cool. They're right? super cool. Yeah. And they're adorable. They're cute. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I think Brian was the first one to recognize the fact that they were from Emoji Blitz from the game, right? And... Mm-hmm. Like, I played for a really long time, and I got a whole bunch of them, and I had them on the keyboard and stuff, and I just kept wondering, like, what am I ever going to use these for? Like, I don't really send a bunch of messages, and the bad thing at the time was that they were iOS-specific. They didn't have an Android version, and I I don't really use an iPhone. I use an Android device. I have a Samsung device. And uh, they don't make it easy to transfer your game from one device to another unless you want to tie it to a Facebook account and all that stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I'll just lose the progress. It is what it is. And I found the device that I had been playing on uh, in a box that I was trying to clean out because I was trying to donate a bunch of stuff. And I found the old device and I fired it on. And sure enough, like all my progress was there. They had a bunch of emojis and I thought, man, let's see what else they have recently. And I found some new ones with the Main Street Electrical Parade. Those I just Google searched for them. But I saved a bunch of them and I made these little emojis. And now they're finally paying off. Like, I feel like all that playing is finally worth something. Like, yeah. because they fit <laughs> so perfectly with the Discord server. So we got all these emojis. I have a whole bunch banked. Like, Mel sent me a list. 
Uh, I had some that I was banking. So I think what we'll do is every week or so, we'll, we'll put a couple of emojis up against each other. And so whatever everyone oh. votes on on the Discord server will become the next week's new emoji that we can use that's as part cool. of the, oh, that's the, the cool. emoji family. Oh, yeah. uh, I think Discord allows you to have up to 50 customized emojis for your server. Ooh, so now you've put up the... But... Seasonal. But exactly. <laughs> oh, you nailed exactly what I was thinking, Mel. I think I want to do 40 that become like permanent and then 10 that we cycle through like Halloween, Christmas, or anything else. So 10 nice. will always be cycling, but 40 might become like the permanent like emojis for the server. And I might, I'm trying to figure out if anybody knows how to do this and knows how to do this on Discord, send me a message because I want to create one emoji that looks like the FGP squad logo. Because if it's, you know, if it's an FGP thing, I want them to be able to, like, stamp it as, like, FGP approved sort of situation. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, That's yeah, cool. like, they approve sort of thing. But it's only, I only want it to be available for people that are FGP squad FGP. members. So once I figure that out, I'm pretty sure you can do that. I just don't know how yet. But, if it, like I said, if anybody knows, please send me a message. You know, it would be super helpful. Um but yeah, that's a plan that I have. And then the XP thing that we added is just a cool new way to to add points to participating on Discord. And so now we're in the process of figuring out which levels are going to gain like prizes, right? Like at specific levels, we want to give you something, you know, for being a part of the community and for, you know, really helping us grow as a community on Discord. Uh, I, everybody started off at zero. Uh, there are certain channels that you cannot gain XP in, uh, like all the admin channels. The admins go back and forth. The mods go back and forth. So that's unfair. Like we, those are locked out of gaining XP. Uh, there's gonna be certain channels where uh, I'm planning to broadcast more stuff in because using Discord we can do video broadcasts, we can do game streaming, all that sort of stuff. Uh, so that's more stuff that I've been working on. And there might be certain times where it's restricted, so people can't gain XP for those situations. Um, uh, but other than that, all of the channels are open. That was a question that came up on, on Discord where, you know, is it just the general channel? No, all of them. The food channel, the, you know, the... The ghost channel that, yes, we have a ghost <laughs> channel. Uh, <laughs> general, like everything, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's fun. So more information on, like, it, it's probably going to be a bit before we give out any prizes. Like, it'll probably be, like, a level 10, level 20, le or 25, level 50. So like prizes. Milestones, right? But, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, we're planning on giving stuff out at those milestones. So stay tuned for that. Nobody is close to hitting it yet. Like, we're all at, like, one or two so far. So <laughs> I, I think we still have a little bit of time to figure that out. <laughs> So that's coming. Um, Larry, did you watch Doctor Strange? Yes. I'm the late one to the party as a late bloomer as I was in life. <laughs> hey, you know. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Um, <laughs> kind of like 
<laughs> Doctor Strange. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice one. So, yeah, so Doctor Strange, we had an opportunity to watch it. If you're part of the FGP squad, you had an opportunity to listen to our spoilerific after show. Where literally for an hour, all we did was spoil it scene by scene. Yeah. <laughs> say it's it's a good review, I, I would say. But yes, full of spoilers. Good. Oh review. yeah, but it was you know it was a good way for us to try to. I think for make me sense. it helped me yeah, yeah make sense of the yeah. film because there was yeah. so much going on. Mm-hmm. There was so much that I thought was going to happen. I want to give my thoughts. But since I already talked about it in the after show, before I give my thoughts right now, Larry, what are your thoughts on Doctor Strange? And did it meet your expectations as far as where we thought the film was going to go? Yeah. For me, it was, I'll say it exceeded my expectations. I think why that is is because something you guys talked about, which you'll probably cover in a little bit, is like it's not necessarily meeting the Marvel criteria of what the movies were in the past. And so when you set an expectation like that, they have a fine line to walk in regards to what you love and treasure in Marvel movies and now in their shows on Disney Plus or their series. And then also now in this new realm, literally in a multiverse realm of introducing characters that cross over from so many different parts of the Marvel history line. And I think to do that was going to take some extreme finicking and some extreme storytelling and i think without being too much up front because you know this could be spoilerific here as we get further guys just a heads up but what they did the best for me is keeping me entertained on every level of the story and then also keeping it synchronous where things made sense to me if i look back and say oh yeah that makes sense oh yeah i didn't catch that but now i understand it like wow they really tried to do this and i and it came through with something that always was mentioned to a big criteria for me they kept saying it was gonna be a horror movie and i was like how is this gonna get pulled off there's no way i i watched i've watched a lot of horror movies i like halloween i like these things i'm not like a a slasher film guy or anything like that but i know the rules i guess you could say like scream had in the day uh, and they did a really good job at putting this in the Marvel realm, but also scary. It's there was parts where you're just like, "Whoa, this is that's like a horror movie borderline." And and you led to that Hazen, you know, saying their director, you know, up front, letting me know like I forgot his background. I really did before I watched. I was like, "Oh, I just got caught up in you know his most recent movies that he's done relating to the Marvel universe." You know, I didn't think of his real directorial and story background. And he did a good job to pay homage to some of his older things too. And you just don't realize it because it's, he knows how to tell good horror stories and it's Marvel and it's telling Dr. Strange's backstory. I just, it, it really hit in all cylinders and I was impressed. I was impressed and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I wouldn't say my hesitancy is, it did make me look forward to the next version of Doctor Strange. I'm not like, I can't wait till it happens next. Like kind of like what Spider-Man has done and some of the series have done. Uh, but I was totally entertained for the full two hours, which was impressive too to me yeah. to knock that out. Yeah, I'm glad that you said that too because my next question was going to be, how much are you anticipating the next one knowing how this one ended? Right. Or, or how right. much are you anticipating the next phase knowing how this ended? And 
I, I kind of feel like you do. Like, as far as the next Doctor Strange movie is concerned, I'm kind of like, okay, that seems interesting. Let's see where they go. As far as the rest of the MCU is concerned, I'm a little more excited because I feel like now we're going to begin the phase of introducing the X-Men and the Fantastic Four and, you know, all this stuff that, you know, has been teased and has been, like, in these trailers and teasers and everything. And, you know, going back to WandaVision, I, there, there's so much that I feel was pulled from House of M. Hmm. And the more that I've watched and yeah. and I actually I heard somebody else say this and I, I I truly believe now that it although they took elements to make the story, you know, mesh with the MCU, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's just going into Secret Wars like they're pulling right. from the Secret Wars storyline more than anything else now. And so where all these characters leave off is setting up. It's weird to say, but I think they're set up in a way where they're never going to run out of movie ideas like ever, 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 <laughs> ever. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like they did. They kind of did it with what if like we talked yeah, about this oh, when what if first came you out. Right. Should that, watch what if if you want to go watch this, I felt like the whole time I was like, what if, what if, what if, right. like <laughs> exactly. small little spices. It was nice. And so Made now, now I feel that anything that they do season two of what if isn't what if it's when if. Yeah. Yeah. When will. When will. It's that they should just rename it when will dot 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 <laughs> because that's kind of how it all went down and I love it. It was set up really well. Um, Mel, how did you feel about the movie and overall? I know you talked about it on the FGP after show, but h- how did you feel overall? And how do you feel about it going forward? Okay, well, I will say that I thought Moon Knight was a w- wild ride. This was a ride a thrill ride um just like like larry was saying that you're entertained for two hours straight true facts a hundred percent that like there was cuts and scenes that that yeah of course if you blinked you kind of may have missed something but it just there was cuts and cuts and cuts but they made a like a tapestry of a film Mm-hmm. And it just, it was awesome. The scary factor, haha, <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> the music, awesome. I mean, it's Danny Elfman. Can't go wrong, really. Um, I It gave me like a little bit of an appetite and excitement for Marvel zombies. Because, <laughs> you know, I just want more zombies and more dead stuff. <laughs> so... I'm seeing what they gave us. I'm excited to see what is going to come up. So, of course, when will that's going to be? That's the show that I'm looking forward to now. Because, again, like you said, Hazen, possibilities, things, endless, limited ideas and stuff. So that's the fun part is not knowing what could happen, but thinking what could and just yeah just all of that your brain just goes 
like a train. Yeah. It just keeps going, going. <laughs> it's like yeah. a dream. It's like yeah. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think overall, if this is going to sound weird to say, especially considering that it was a two-hour film, but I feel like I needed more. I had an opportunity to watch it a couple times. We saw it at a drive-in, right? So mm-hmm. saw it a couple times, and then I've had it, you know, we had the talk on the after show, and I've had a chance to digest it, and I've had a chance to watch other creators talk about it, you know, who've had a chance to see it again and again and again. And they're all bringing up some really great points. And now that, like, I've heard other people's point of views, I keep thinking to myself, I feel like I needed more Doctor Strange. Like, I feel like the film went through so many rewrites because Mm -hmm. of the fact that Dr. Strange was originally going to appear in WandaVision and then the pandemic hit and then it was all going to like lead to Loki and all sorts of stuff. Right. And there was Mm -hmm. all these reshoots and rewrites and everything that one, I, I, I keep wondering what the story would have been had all of that not happened. And two, like I, I, feel that there was a couple of scenes that could have been stretched out a little bit more so that there was a little more context, a little more action. Like they wouldn't have felt so rushed. They would have been able to give you a little bit more backstory. I don't think that was by design. I know that sometimes Marvel tends to give you the least amount of information in order to be able to stretch something out and then, you know, tell you about it eight years later in another film. But in this case, I felt it would have benefited from some of that because overall, like who, in your opinion, let me ask each of you this. I know that everybody knows that Wanda's in this. Everybody knows that, you know, Steven's in this and everybody knows about America Chavez, right? Who would you feel is the main character of those three, like from like main to least of those three characters? I don't know. I mean, I'll take it first. I, I, I think you kind of nailed this leading to a, a way of maybe I'm going to sound like a politician when I answer this. You know, America Chavez, we want to know more about her character because we, we want to know how she's introduced. And I think a lot of people are going to say with a valid argument that that may feel like more of a character. But then you think about Wanda and what she was, why she became who she became. You know that, but where is it leading to? And then you have Doctor Strange in this, too. I think there's a balance there. And for it being called Doctor Strange, you know, his movie, I wouldn't say, I'd, I would agree if this is where you're leading, it's not necessarily his movie for the full two hours. It's not. There's a lot of other things going on. But when you look at it in discovery of character, I think Doctor Strange really does find out a lot about himself because not including just learning that he has different versions of himself. He knows he's one version that's not like the rest of the other. So you get that great image of him at the end understanding that, I think, which kind of gives it away. And I just think that may be the best part of it. But I could see where you're leading, though, with these rewrites and those things that had to come because of changes of what happened on filming and the pandemic. Maybe that got convoluted to where you don't feel like he owns the screen like a Captain America or an Iron Man movie where they're literally the focus of the whole movie. That's who you know. These side characters will come in and have their contributions like Happy and Miss Potts, right? Or And if you're talking about you know War Machine, stuff like that will come in and play. But 
you kind of felt a balance in this one for all of them. And that's, I guess that's the hard part, I guess. So you're looking at it in that aspect. Yeah. For me. I, I think I have similar, I think I have a similar feeling, the same thing. Um, because how do I say this? Strange isn't, he wasn't in the entire film. His, the focus wasn't on him, but it wasn't on Wanda either. And I feel like I gravitated, like I saw more of America and we saw so much of her, but at the same time, you didn't. And it's just, it's, it's, that's a good, this is a good question. <laughs> it's a really crazy it's, contradiction, right? It, it is because all three have these, these, they have this, their roles and Coming you to Jesus kind of, moment, kind of right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> literally, yeah. like all of them, mm. all of them, and that—that's why I feel like you can't just say it was him or it was her or it was them too or it was just the, you know, ladies. It, it wasn't even like that. It was like they all had their roles and their uh, weights or uh, strengths. Wow, yeah. <laughs> strengths and, <laughs> and whatnot weight. and their yeah, weaknesses. All their characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's kind of hard. I would, I would actually say all three. Like they have this. It's a balance. It's a weird balance that they figured out. But I feel like, if anything, I feel like we could have used a little bit of Wanda, just a little bit more. Because I did have some, I, I feel like some parts may have been, because they were like edited and whatnot, they may have been shorter, but you needed all three of them to make this movie work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, yeah. It, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah. So here's, uh, all right, so I need to throw this out there again. I know Larry said it a little bit ago, but we're we're jumping further into spoiler territory here. So I'm about to say a couple things that will spoil some things in the film. So if you haven't seen it, you may want to skip ahead. If I'm by the time that you listen to this, I would have probably added it to the intro so you know exactly where to skip to if you haven't seen it. But um I I I can understand what each of you are saying and I agree with you. I agree with what you said, Larry, with the exception when you said Mel that you could have used more Wanda, I actually think it was more Wanda based than anything else thinking uh-huh. about ah. it because the story re- was her redemption arc. True. The entire thing was her, her redemption arc. So yeah. this I think was not Dr. Strange. I mean, it was that right. It was that film, but this was kind of WandaVision two. Like, this was her way of ending what she started in WandaVision. Because to me, in order for this to have fully been a Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, like, I get the story. I get the idea of introducing America Chavez. I'm glad that they did it. I don't want to uh, sound like I'm not happy about that because I like the character and I like the like where they're going with the character and how it's going to potentially lead to like the the new Avengers or you know the teen the teenage version of the Avengers and all that stuff right mm-hmm. but like this was Wanda's redemption story you know it was her story that they continued about finding her children and her going through everything that she had to go through 
for for Steven, I felt that there was so much that we could have seen. Like there could have been flashbacks. There could have been like something that got pointed out that I didn't even realize was. Can I guess it? What? It's about the sister, right? Is it that? No. That's part of it. The sister's part of it. Okay. Yeah, the sister's only one piece of that puzzle. But even on top of the sister part was the fact that did any of you notice the color of his magic throughout the movie? The Eye of Agamotto used to hold the time Green. stone. And forever, yellow. it was always like this orangey yellow because yeah. that's what they all were able to conjure. But even prior to the Darkhold, when he fought Gargantos at the very beginning and he mm-hmm. summoned to reveal him to the world, right. that magic was red. Yeah, That's dark magic. Yeah. There was True. a point where there was white magic. There was a point where it was like like a purplish color or something like that, if I remember correctly. So at some point, like we already knew, like we talked about this a little bit that he like, I think it was either Andrew or I that talked about how like he's grown as a as a conjurer. Right. Like he's advanced Mm -hmm. so much since the last film and it's pretty evident in this movie. But seeing, I think, how he was able to advance and seeing where he was able to get these additional powers and everything would have been interesting. Like. Like I thought that that the red chaos magic was reserved for like mm. Wanda or people that managed the dark hold. Like if he hadn't done that yet, how would he have access to chaos magic? Unless what happened in what if is a direct response to the movie and it wasn't just you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. well, if it just saying. becomes Trust an me. like a part of this film that really we needed to watch. When all this time, what if was watch it if you want to sort of situation or what if this could happen? Mm-hmm. It's no longer what if it could happen is it's here's happened. what happened, happened at some point. Stephen <laughs> what he is today. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, I felt like there wasn't enough of that story. I felt like there could have been a little bit more America and yes, they all played their roles. Like they all played their roles for the purpose of the film ending up where the film ended up. Yes. But in general, this wasn't Steven's movie. This was Wanda's movie. This yeah, was I, Wanda's I see redemption. It. I see. Is she I guess for her to be developed into a villain into that you have to watch WandaVision to to make her a, a villain in this role because if you watch it right now, you, Let's just say cut out. You didn't watch WandaVision. You're crazy. And but anyway, yeah. <laughs> you've been in that realm and you just watched this movie because you had that option. You're gonna get the vibe of Wanda being like, oh, you're still gonna get the motherly instincts and that feeling of someone not being able to to have what they really love and trying to change the world to do that, like every world, right? But to really, like you said, hone in on if you're a Marvel fan to go back to that. I totally see your point, and I agree with it. The The villain story is bigger here than the person that's trying to be the hero or the person that's doing right, which I would say, you know, is America and Doctor Strange. So it's – that's – I agree with that 100%. I can't say that it's not screen time and development of story and, like you said, coming back to a good moment of understanding who they are. I just – I think what resonates with me – a lot is we found out more about Doctor Strange in regards. There's a lot of people see Doctor Strange from the comic books as that 
cocky guy, which is, I'm sorry, a quote lines always got to hold the knife. Yeah. And that, I love that line when she he goes, how long did you have that in the chamber? Yeah. Cause that's totally Dr. Strange from like the comic book. Like to now he's just this cocky surgeon. He was a doctor and yeah. then he yeah. had cut out. But this is literally in the point of seeing he has another side. This Dr. Strange has another side that he still believes in the greater good. But like you said, what if is literally that what we just said, what if it wasn't like that? Mm-hmm. What if Dr. Strange was the one, you know, he was, and it's so good. I just, there's so many moments. I, and is it, if it's okay, I want to share my favorite part, which is spoilerific. Yeah. You talk about, <laughs> and it kind of ties all together. Melissa, you said Danny Elfman, right? Was the soundtrack. And I was really like, how is he going to pull this off? I loved it. Okay. The soundtrack was great. I got like Batman vibes, but Marvel yes. vibes, which yes. I never thought I was going to get that in my life, which is so awesome, Danny. Thank you so much, Mr. Elfman. But my favorite part's the scene when they fought uh, between Doctor Strange and I'll just say the Supreme Strange or whatever, the evil Strange, right? The Dark Hole Strange and the music note yes. fight. Yes. That is by far the, I'm going to say it right now, that might be the top two or three fights I've seen in the Marvel Cinematic Universe where. I'll admit, I'm a little biased. I was watching it in an IMAX theater, and there's things flying around. You know, they got the sound and all that yep. helped. But <laughs> it just was so cool to watch because I was like, how is, like you said, how is this going to play out? And is this really happening? Like, they're fighting with music? Like, it's like a 1980s cool Michael Jackson video crossover, like, beat it. And <laughs> yeah. and then, like, an also crossover of, like, this cool CGI moment in the history of movies where you're like, is this really happening? Like the notes are <laughs> being a part of the battle. Like yeah. so cool. I loved it. Squash rock moment. Yeah. <laughs> Here's so the cool. thing about that scene. Okay. Like for me, like I, t- oh man, for s- almost everything that you said, like I agree <laughs> with, right? Because there were people criticizing this scene as being overly cheesy and overly oh, produced no. and overly this and overly that. And I thought to myself, how often do we ask ourselves, why can't we see something original? Why can't we see something yes. that's not this? We got it. And it that was, was it. executed phenomenally in this scene. Yeah. It was yep. so good. Right? And and you said you saw it in IMAX and I was like, Well, I'm jealous because I saw it at a drive in and I like look, I blasted the, the speakers in the car. Speakers of the part. And we heard it, like we felt it, right? Like that bass was up and like That's what I'm when things about. were crashing uh-huh. and everything, like you felt you it. You felt it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I can I could tell you that watching it much clearer in IMAX without the ambient lights of the city, I think would have been a lot more to feel it and see it that way. But it didn't take away from how amazing and special that particular scene was like it's unlike anything we've seen in the in the exactly. mcu before in right. anything like tell me another film and maybe i just don't watch enough films if there is anything like this and i just haven't seen it well maybe i just don't watch enough films but show me something else that's at even that caliber this. i'm just saying yes. even at the excu- execution point there might be things like this where they similarly fought with music but at that caliber to make it feel like they're really using the music to fight each other yeah. like they're sorcerers mm-hmm. it's like mickey and you know phil Armand. it's that Thank whole you. vibe fantastic it's just coming to life <laughs> at that moment and that scene i was like yeah this is when you look at it in, like in history i'm serious i know it's a movie but it's entertainment but in history you go 
these people were aligned at the right time to make this moment happen or enough people saw the end product of what this was the vision which i'm guessing you know danny elfman was in there being like this is what i vision for this scene to happen and then they're like let's do it let's try it and they all executed because it just yeah chills dude when i watched it i i was like overblown overblown like the brain emoji (laughs) (laughs) just the the way i mean who's who how how are you going to take music notes and just slam them against somebody how it takes imagination just amazing strange weird imagination to pull it off and that scene is yeah that scene is really up there for me because it's just it's harmony it's just beautiful exactly the way that everything is handled is just I just want that clip over and over because it's just so good. Even the music, yeah. It starts right from me, if you ask, right when he gets Doctor Strange, pulls himself up on the piano, and he hits that first note. Mm-hmm. It's all, like I'm saying, it's, yeah. like a, it's like a phantom moment of the opera. Like, boom, 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 boom. It's literally him hitting that note, and it's like you're setting the tone for this battle. It's yeah. like, you know, when they fight, and they're like, let's do this in any movie, like, grease lightning or anything there's this like standoff and that's when it starts and you're just like there's a start there's a middle and then there's like a crescendo literally with the music yeah and then the end it's so good you know back when the matrix first came out yeah i was among the many people desperately trying to recreate bullet time with one camera maybe two (laughs) (laughs) with all the advancements in technology and how much more accessible tools like you know, After Effects or uh, DaVinci Resolve and Fusion R and like all these tools that are even at the disposal of a cell phone or like a tablet. You don't even need this high-powered computer to do a lot of this stuff anymore. I feel like this is one of those scenes that we're going to see a lot of copycats of. And it may not directly Mm. be music, but I think people are going to pull inspiration from this and are going to try to recreate these these segments of of you know movie scenes where they're all to the beat of something and they're all synchronized to either music coming behind it may not be a battle but it might be like a dance scene or it might be you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i don't know i see so many people getting just inspiration from this that i think that's one of the most exciting parts that it was not only phenomenally produced that it's going to inspire a generation of creators the way that bullet time inspired so many Mm -hmm. so true so true oh you know i i wanted like this quick like five or ten minute like (laughs) hey larry what you think of dr strange and like 30 minutes later like oh (laughs) Either way, it's good, though. It's good because I, I there's so much about this movie that I really enjoyed. Like I said, it could have been longer. And you know what? This actually gave me an idea because I know that we've been uh, everybody's been really respectful on the Discord server. And I've been super happy about that, that people that have had an opportunity to see it. They don't talk about it or when they do, they give their thoughts, but they don't really give too much information, which is why we throw out spoiler alerts, by the way. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think we need a specific channel called spoiler alerts or spoilerific or something having to do with us talking about films. Yeah, yeah, something, right? (laughs) Something that has to do with spoiled something so that 
we know for a fact that we can talk about the film there freely and give our thoughts without anybody, you know, like going in and accidentally reading something Saying that they didn't want to. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. More we're just working out Discord. We're promoting it today. Yeah. <laughs> the podcast here Discord. I, look, I'm having a lot of fun. I've been learning a lot more about it. And I've been having a lot of fun with the Discord. So I'm That sounds like a great idea though. Yeah. I, I like yeah, that. totally. Because then someone could actually go back and recap. You know, they go back and look through what the things that everyone have said and then you're like, Yes, yes. It's like mm-hmm. getting what we're doing right here, yeah. I think. And they can respond, and we can respond back to them. That's the great part, yeah. right? That we've that had message. some really good conversations, yeah. you know, for other things that we've talked about on Discord as well. And everybody gets an opportunity to share, which is the great thing about being on there, that you give your opinion. And, uh, again, every time that we've had an opportunity to talk about something, everybody's been really respectful. And, you know, whether you for agree sure. with other people or not, you know, I think we've had uh, a really great start to our community to the point where – you know, people respect and value what others have to say on there. You know, yeah, so I, agree. I can only hope that that is how we can keep it. I know it gets difficult the larger that you grow, but, you know, I, I think that as long as we keep getting more good people on the server the way that we have, I think it's just going to grow into a really great community. Yeah. So. Uh, I think we should move on. I think I think uh, we've spoiled <laughs> more of Doctor Strange Dude, enough. Join FGP and listen to the full review. The, totally worth the full it. You want to understand episode. it. <laughs> yeah, if you really want to get deep, Hazen does a great job, and the rest of the team jumping in, giving in things like insight that you wouldn't even catch. I think unless you were like, there's so much we're not sharing. This is more like a hype tape. If you've listened to this part, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me quickly shift because I wanted to mention this last time and I didn't get an opportunity to, I didn't want to miss saying it again, but, uh, we're all holy moly fans, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's back. It is back. (laughs) And I know we talked about the Muppets. I, at first I didn't know if it was going to be like the whole season or if it was going to be like one episode, like a guest appearance or something. But if you want to watch a show, if you've never watched Holy Moly, the best way we can describe it is it is miniature golf as if you were playing Wipeout. Yeah. Because there are (laughs) stunts involved. There's fire and water and snow and reindeer and pyramids and porta-potties and all sorts of stuff. And this season – okay, so a little background – the show was created by Stephen Curry, basketball player, you know, well-known. And good golfer. And good golfer. Really is. Yes, and yeah. good golfer, which is kind of what spawned this, right? He he mm-hmm. wanted to have something fun, something that, you know, was like an intense form of mini golf. Like he's so passionate. He's created these yep. courses and everything. He likes the, the adrenaline rush. He likes to get the competition involved. Exactly. But to the extreme. <laughs> to the extreme, exactly. So he creates this show. It goes well. It's fantastic. Three seasons in, season four rolls around, and they announced the Muppets. And I'm thinking, oh, that's going to be a really cool guest spot on the first episode. Great way to get the ratings pull. Dude, it's more than an episode. Oh, wow. Okay, so (laughs) it's been been two or three episodes now, and the entire storyline for what's happening and, and for the Muppets is that 
uh, they're trying to get or they're trying to negotiate a new contract so that ABC can take on Holy Moly <laughs> oh, for no. life. Not just oh another season, gosh. not just season five or six. They want a for life contract. One of the it. one of the main hosts is Rob Riggle, super funny dude. And he calls the Muppets. He happens to go into the office and they're like, oh, you know what's happening? Uh, the boss wants to talk to you. He happens to find Kermit at the ABC <laughs> offices. And he's like, hey, Kermit, you know, I need your help. We're trying to do this thing. We're trying to, you know, get Holy Moly renewed. And stuff happens where Kermit gets roped into it and the Muppets get roped into helping them promote Holy Moly oh, because Rob thinks that if the Muppets are involved, ABC is more inclined to yeah. renew them forever Makes versus sense. another season, <laughs> right? So they they get the Muppets and there's all these like little vignettes that they do where he's like, all right, guys, tell me what your ideas are. And the, the, the Muppets giving them ideas are like the Swedish chef, uh, Camilla... <laughs> And oh. uh, who's the other one? But it's all Muppets that you can't understand, Did he right? Yet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So okay. it's all ones that he yeah. can't understand. So he's like, all right, gotcha. ideas. And they're like, of course. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. Let's get back to that. What about you, chef? He's like, right. Yeah. We'll, we'll get back to that one. Ultimately, he calls Pepe the prawn. The prawn. Ah, right. Hilarious. Next thing you know, Stephen Curry has been kidnapped by Pepe <laughs> as ransom to get that. Holy Moly renewed for life. And now it's okay. like a thing, right? Okay. That's the story arc going into the season. That's awesome. So now <laughs> not only do we get the mini golf aspect of it, there's also this entire aspect of what are they going to do with Stephen Curry since he got kidnapped by Pepe and like the Muppets and everything. Oh, so man. I I'm it's so on man. Hulu. If you've never watched it, all three seasons so far are on Hulu. You can go back and watch them. It's a super fun show. If you've ever watched Wipeout, you'll enjoy this one as well. It's just got the mini golf aspect. Every year they've tried to top the previous courses that they've had by making them more intense, by making them longer, making them more challenging. But the addition of the Muppets in this one, this is something special, man, because you got the comedy of uh, Holy Moly itself tied into the Muppets. I need more of this. Like, we need okay. more of these collabs with the Muppets because this Same. is good so far. So That's cool. I, I had to throw that out there because it's starting to get into a few episodes this season, and it's it's been funny so far. So watch oh, Holy sad. Moly. Were the kids? Would this be a good family one? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I yeah. like. I watch this with my kids. So there you go. Yeah, because I know kids like watching people wipe out. I mean, that's just oh, all most the time. kids like to see people all the time. Yeah. <laughs> my kids get position. such a like they start cracking up every time it happens. So now they're adding are, the Muppets to their life, right? I will that say positive. that if you are, if, if there are innuendos in the show. Right. So if your child is old enough to understand the innuendo, (laughs) they'll laugh or they'll get it. Right. And if they get it, that means they're old enough to understand the innuendo. If they're as old as my kids are, most of them just go over their head or they'll hear me laugh or they'll they'll hear my (laughs) wife laugh. And then they start cracking up. And then I'll ask them, like, why are you guys laughing? They're like, oh, no, you started laughing. You were laughing. And so they started (laughs) laughing along with us. So. Uh, if they get it, they get it, and if they don't, 
it's just family fun. They'll enjoy the mini golf and watching people wipe out, like you said, Larry. So, holy moly. And if you're if you're really concerned, watch a couple of episodes yourself and then watch them with your kids. Like I I find myself watching the episodes along with them again even after I've seen them. So, that's awesome. Uh all right. Well, before we continue, I do want to mention that should I like make this the break for the the podcast now? Do we need water? Do we need a bio break? If anybody needs it. Or can we just go through into into thanking a wonderful group of listeners at this point. If you smell a lot. No. <laughs> 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 All right, you know what? I'm going to hammer through this one. This Maybe next week we'll start the, the cutting away into a commercial sort of situation. So <laughs> I want to take this moment to thank a very special group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers possible. If you want more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, you can head on over to podcateers.com slash FGP for more information. But being a part of the FGP Squad family just gets you some additional perks like uh, having access to the Podcateers after show, having access to our happy hour calls, discount codes on new Podcateers gear, uh, random giveaways, all sorts of stuff. Uh, so again, if you are interested in more information, you can head over to podcateers.com slash FGP. There you will find a list of some of our top contributors. You will also find a link to our Patreon and a description and a little info on what the FGP squad is all about. Of course, you can always reach out to us if you have any questions, but as always a huge thank you goes out to all of the members of the FGP squad for their continued support. Um, I got one more thing that actually I had several things that I wanted to talk about, but I just realized how long we've been going. So <laughs> let's, uh, let's finish on this. I thought this was a pretty special moment, but as you know, Disneyland Paris is celebrating their 30th anniversary and you know, the Disney company has, um, there's a lot of moments where they do these really special things, whether it's for cast members or some lucky guests that happen to be going to the park. Um, as you know, many, many years ago, we remember when they did the Year of a Thousand Dreams and they were like randomly giving people stuff like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, I would love like for two them copies to, of this. I would <laughs> love for them to do something like that again. I would too. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> Uh, so in Disneyland Paris, uh, the, they took about 30 cast members and they put them all in a shuttle and they said, don't worry, we're going to take you somewhere special. We, we have this like big surprise that the Disney company is like putting together. So they drove them out to the Eiffel Tower. And for a lot of them, like m maybe some of them live there, maybe some of them have been to the Eiffel Tower and they're like, well, that, that cool. It's the Eiffel Tower, right? Like, and what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then the lights go out. And then Mickey appears. <laughs> and then they have this entire choreographed music and lights and dance number with Mickey to the theme of Disneyland Paris's 30th anniversary, which I'm going to mangle right now. I believe it's, I mean, if you read it phonetically, it's different, but I think it's, Oh, mon que si lo me. That Close sounds enough. French to me. Did I, did I say it right? <laughs> I think yeah. I got it right. I, you know what? Good. Hashtag you nailed it. Oh, ho, ho. I just offended uh -huh. a lot of people. <laughs> I nailed it. So I, You nailed it. There so you better go. than me. So uh, <laughs> the song, and, and have you heard the song, by the way? I've heard snippets, the but I've never heard the whole good. thing. good. 
It's good. It's really it's one of the parts good. I've heard. So I'm I'm actually gonna play a clip right now for everyone to hear. Uh, if you've never heard this, I'll put the 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 link to the entire song in the blog post for the episode podcasters.com slash four thirteen. I'll also post it on Discord. Let me play a small clip of it because this is it's a really good song. song it's fun look i know that there's a lot of people that visit the disneyland resort specifically right or even walt disney world and you fall in love with the music of your park and you connect Mm -hmm. with it and that's what you listen to but Mm -hmm. this has been in my playlist as of late as one of those songs where if i just feel like i need to pick me up this is one of the songs i listen to because it is just a happy song it's yeah. just vibrant and full of life, and I I I don't know how else to describe it. It's what what are the a kids beat. saying? It's a bop. It it's is. Bop. <laughs> Fire. If Fuego. I can say that any more, Grandpa. <laughs> it's a bop. Oh yeah, oh, it is. It matches the which I will keep saying. It matches their cool 30th anniversary clothes, like party rific, happy vibe, iridescent, yeah. loving this vibe. Yeah, it just matches the music matches that vibe. Every time I see, I'm like, I'm ready to bop, like what you just said. I'm bop itis <laughs> yeah. right now. Did you say you're bop? <laughs> I'm, I'm bop Iger. I'm bop Iger. Oh, Even better, oh, better word. Play. That's my new better DJ word. name, Bob Iger. Bob Iger. <laughs> bop Iger on the ones and twos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a great place to end today's episode. I know we had it was really heavy on Doctor Strange again. So if you haven't seen it, I hope we didn't spoil too much. And if you have seen it, I hope we gave you an extra couple of things to think about. Look, I'm just looking forward for that film to come out on Blu-ray or Disney Plus so that I can watch it again and start trying to decipher more of what was in there because I need to watch it a couple more times. I've heard a lot of people say that this is not one of those films that has repeat watchability, and I fully disagree with that. If anything, I well, feel like I need to watch it more to understand what's going on, and I'm hoping that they release it with a lot of those deleted scenes. For sure. So, Same. Uh, join the conversation over on Discord. We'll set up a spoilerific channel where we can talk about the films and not have to worry about us spoiling what we talk about uh, before we start talking about it fully. And that's it. Any final thoughts on anything that we talked about? Quizneyland. Oh, yes. yes. We got a new Quizneyland episode. Thank you for that. New Quizneyland episode coming this week. Um, 
I I don't know what's going to be in it. Uh, Andrew uploaded the audio file, and he did it a little earlier this week because he's opening a new show. As many of yeah. you know, Andrew builds a lot of amazing sets for shows, and you know he had a Beauty and the Beast show that opened up this week, which I thought was super really cool. cool. So yeah, look up his Insta. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, that's that's where we'll leave it. Uh, again, join the conversation over on Discord. If you have any questions, please feel free to hit us up. And that's it. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya. <laughs>